Hi everybody, I'm Dr. Gavin Scriven. People call me Dr. Gav and with me is the founder of the non-surgical penis augmentation procedure uh, we call Calibre, Dr. Jason Oates. Thanks Dr. Gav and together we are the Dick Doctors and we are going to be talking about all things penis. Uh, our area of expertise is um, injectable penis augmentation. There's a, a lot to talk about um, penises and uh, together myself and uh, Dr. Gavin will be doing that. Hi, Dr. Jace. Uh, Hi, Dr. Gav. How are you? I'm, I'm very well, thank you. Um, and we are the Penis Doctors. This is the Penis Show. It's great to be here again. I feel like it's been a while. How's everything going over in Western Australia? Yeah, no, it's all uh, it's all good here. Um, and it's good that you guys are continuing on uh, well over there in, in Sydney. Yes. And uh, we've got something new to discuss today. That's right, and I'm very curious about this. Um, it is a lot more about what you're doing in your clinic, um, but um, I would love to hear more about it, which is the scrotoplasty, I believe. Yeah, so it goes by um, a number of names. Scrotoplasty is one of the, the, the surgical terms, or ventral phalloplasty, if you want to get really technical. So ventral is the, the underside of the uh, penis, and, and phalloplasty, it, it just refers to... Um, uh, reconstructing the, the penis, but basically it's uh, the surgical treatment of um, penis scrotal webbing. Uh, so when you, the skin of the, um, of the scrotum is sort of attached further along the underside of, of the penis, sometimes all the way up to the, to the head, uh, and, and sometimes guys will call it a uh, turkey neck. Yeah. Oh, look, I, I have certainly seen this many times, and it often almost can give the impression that the penis is shorter as a result. Yeah, so the, the two, well, there's three main concerns really that guys have with it. Um, yeah, and because the scrotum like almost hangs from, from the end of the, of the penis near the head, yeah, it can look short and you know, nobody likes that um, appearance of looking uh, uh, shorter as we covered in, in one of our <laughs> earlier podcasts. Um, so so there's, there's that. Um, there can be um, uh, discomfort uh, uh, during during sex. So uh, in penetration, that skin is um, is getting caught up, uh, and then then um, just the, the general look of it. Right. Okay. Um, and so, so so something can actually be done about this from a, a surgical. It's a surgical procedure that you offer. Yes. So really the only treatment is to surgically excise um, some of that, uh, that skin. Um, and basically the, the way to work out how much skin uh, is going to be remo removed is to sort of grab the, the penis and stretch it straight out perpendicular sort of from, from the, the body. And then grab the, the scrotum and pull it straight down towards the feet. And you get this sort of triangular web um, uh, between the, the, the two. And it's really just uh, excising um, a, a V as you look at it from the side. or When you lay it out, it becomes um, a, a diamond, uh, a, a V of, uh, of skin. And it's really just the, the surface uh, skin uh, and well, what we call the, um, the, the datos muscle that's uh, intimately woven in with the skin. Um, just cutting a, a layer of, of that out, um, that uh, diamond shape, and then mm -hmm. um, stitching it back together. 
Okay, so are you removing any of the excess skin or are you, are you literally just cutting and then re-stitching? No, yeah, you, you cut a, a big diamond of, of skin out. Right. Um, and then the number one thing uh, for the surgeon to be uh, aware of is to not cut too much skin out uh, because uh, the penis is, is flaccid. And certainly when you come to start um, cutting out a, a piece of skin from a, from a guy's scrotum, um, it certainly <laughs> goes as flaccid as it's going to go. Uh, so the blood flow drains out. And that then is shrinking the, the girth. And so we need to remember that they need that extra skin uh, for when they've got an erection. So um, you need to make sure that, um, that we allow uh, enough skin. And in fact, the general sort of way is we just place your um, index finger, middle finger and pinch um, the skin along that undersurface of the penis. And that mm -hmm. gives you, um, you know, a fairly standardized um, amount of excess skin that the the penis can expand into with an erection right that gives you the um the line and then sort of similarly along the top of the um the scrotum so you've got an um a, enough uh room down there uh, it's mm -hmm. less of a concern on the scrotal sort of side we don't have to worry about that expanding um in, in the way that the penis does right um but yeah the, the the things that guys really like is that um, appearance of, of extra length. And it can make quite a, a, a difference. Not mm. that people tend to measure the length of their penis from the underside. Um, I think most people measure it from the top. Sure. Um, but certainly as the appearance of length, it makes, um, makes quite a difference. Okay. Um, and I guess the, the main question guys would be wondering who had this problem is what's the risk of the procedure? What's the downside? Any you know, thing they should be worried about getting this procedure? Yeah. So, well, as I said, the number one risk is taking too much skin. So it's, it's better to, to leave a bit extra than uh, to take some. Um, we need to have a, a little bit of finesse with how it's sort of done. So at each end, you don't end up with what surgically we call a dog ear with a point of skin that, um, that sticks up. But again, it's better to have a little bit of extra skin there um, than not. But usually it can be tapered in such a way that it blends in nicely. So cosmetically, we want to have a, a nice result. Sure. Um, want to make sure that we've left that uh, sufficient skin um, for expansion with erection. But actually, uh, uh, there's not a, a huge amount of issue. Otherwise, it tends to heal up um, uh, quite well. Um, there's a natural uh, midline join there. You know, most guys can sort of see that that line that goes down the, the, the middle of the scrotum. So the um, the uh, scar blends in really well because mm. there's muscle um, embedded in the, in the skin. It's got a really good blood supply. Right. And it tends not to heal with a, a really pale scar like we might get uh, elsewhere on the body. Having sure. that muscle in the skin um, tends to keep it uh, you know, well colored. So it blends in really well. And so it heals up quite well. It could take a little bit of time before you can be back into full normal activities. You know, at least three weeks, perhaps, before you can have um, before you can have sex. Sure. Um, often we'll use uh, dissolving stitches and, uh, and and just let them uh, dissolve away by them by themselves. That way, you don't even have to have uh, stitches removed. Mm -hmm. And is this something that guys are having done in uh, sort of a day surg surgery procedure and they're awake just under local anaesthetic? 
Yeah, yeah. So um, as you know, over here in Perth, we've got a, a registered day hospital for, for twilight sedation. Actually, so we will give them um, some sedation. The guys tend to um, be able to fall asleep during the procedure. Mm -hmm. It is possible just to do it purely under local anaesthetic. You know, guys are you know, obviously um, you know, a bit nervous about uh, this sort of thing and worry that this is going to be super sensitive. Um, as far as it is, it's not that sensitive um, an area to, to be operating um, on. Uh, and in fact, sometimes it's better for a guy to be just to wait for this kind of procedure um, because then we don't have to worry about them being sort of half zonked out and moving or, or, or anything. Um, but no, it, it, it's something that uh, is easily done. And then, yeah, uh, a bit of a dressing on it, some tape on there, and they, they go home the same day. Okay. And so the, first, the, the, the really the first week, they're going to be taking it easy, no intense exercise. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you have to um, keep off the mountain bike for a while. Yeah. Um, that's uh, not Fair a good right. idea. Yeah. And then I guess the other thing, you know, for us with caliber and um, uh, penis girth augmentation with injections, um, the, the webbing can be uh, a, an issue because you've got mm. all this extra skin that the product can, can go into. Mm. Um, I have done caliber on guys with um, moderate degrees of, of webbing um, mm. and not had a problem. Um, but occasionally I've had guys when you're really trying to get the, the base of the augmentation to blend right down towards the scrotum and you get just a little blab of the product that sort of leaked, you know, maybe it's a centimetre too far and you've got like this little ball of product sort of almost a, a fraction separate from the actual penis itself. Hmm. And that's the sort of thing that I guess I, I worry about. And, you know, there have been guys who... Um, in, in earlier times, I've said, look, you know, we're not going to do caliber and, and do an augmentation until you've had um, the webbing corrected. Sure. Yeah. And I, I've encountered the same issue uh, with a few guys. Um, and it tends to be that we can't feel, we want to, we want to feel a nice cylinder all the way back, the same on the top, the same on the bottom. But yeah. with, with the webbing, uh, it sort of becomes quite top heavy because you can feel the, the dorsal surface of the penis really nicely but then we're restricted in how much we can feel the underside. Um, so it can look a little bit asymmetrical from, uh, you know, top to bottom. Uh, yeah. so, so I guess it's these kind of um, guys who might be, uh, might consider this um, scrotoplasty surgery beforehand. Um, how about if someone is out there who's had the caliber procedure already um, and they're thinking, well, am I still able to have this procedure done? Is it going to affect the filler in any way? Or, you know, what's the outcome there? Yeah, no, it shouldn't uh, uh, affect the, the, the filler in any way. You're really just wanting to take uh, a thin layer of, uh, of skin. We're not wanting to try and, um, uh, and take anything more. So that, that's um, not a problem. Uh, it's also good that it's got a bit of extra girth there already, um, but you still need to allow that extra um, skin. Sure. So I guess the problem for the, your guys over in Sydney is that I'm in Perth. <laughs> and um, uh, so long as our borders aren't closed, um, you, you could fly over to Perth and, uh, and, and have the, the surgery over here. Exactly, exactly. Until we find someone, either myself or someone else, um, willing to, uh, to do the, the procedure here in Sydney. And um, we'll, we'll keep you updated on that for sure. 
Um, that actually does lead me to another question, which is not entirely related to the scrotoplasty. I have a lot of guys asking, um, you know, obviously uh, the we've done the episode on the ideal penis for the caliber procedure um, and the ideal penis being circumcised. Um, now, I have a lot of guys who have the procedure who are uncircumcised. They're quite happy, but then they think, you know what, if I've gone ahead and done the procedure and I'm really liking it, maybe I'll get a circumcision to make it even better. Um, but they obviously the, the question they ask is, is it a problem getting the circumcision when I've got the filler already in the penis? Yeah, really interesting question. Um, I don't do circumcisions um, myself. And um, so, yeah, I'm not certain how it would affect uh, having a, a circumcision. And I, I guess it depends on how um, tight they want to have the, the circumcision. So sort of on our sort of um, side, we like having a, a moderately tight circumcision and ideally the, um, uh, the scar to be you know, as close to the glands as, as possible. Mm. Um, and you know, sometimes we see guys with these really loose um, uh, circumcisions. I, I did uh, a really big uh, caliber um, oh, last week. This guy had lots of skin in, mm. in this uh, uh, in his circumcision mm. and uh, so I got a, a text that night sort of saying oh I've got quite a bit of swelling down there and I discussed with him that you know he's likely to get that uh, and then I get a photo uh, text to me on my phone and so over the weekend we're texting backwards and forwards and I'm getting photos of this guy's penis sent to me which is one of the weird things about this um about this job um and then, you know, gradually, of course, the swelling sort of went um, went down. Uh, but yeah, that just sort of reminds us why a tighter circumcision is useful. Um, yeah, I guess what we'll have to do is find somebody who does circumcision and get them. Yeah, um, I think that's, that, that would be a great idea because I have actually had a couple of my clients have circumcision after having caliber um, and there weren't any issues. Um, however, I have had a couple of my clients um, uh, visit doctors to talk about circumcision and those doctors have been concerned about doing the procedure with uh, filler in the penis already and how that might affect the outcome. But, uh, but I have had a couple of guys, as I said, who have had circumcision with, with filler in the penis and, they've, and it's been a beautiful result. Um, and yeah, you're right. Ideally, we don't, the too high and tight, it's going to take away some of that filler and it's going to bring the filler further down and it will, the, the penis will taper in too early. Um, before um, getting to the glands or the head of the penis. Um, so ideally we want it at tight, but not too high um, and actually up towards the glands. But then the really loose, and I have encountered the really loose uh, circumcisions and, and the, the risk there is putting filler up the top there and creating almost a semi foreskin uh, effect. Yeah, it can, can be a, a bit stretching for guys who, who have had a circumcision, but still have a, a moderate or excessive sort of amount of skin there and you fill it up and stretch it out mm -hmm. a bit. Yeah. Okay, well, let's see if we can grab one of those surgeons that have done the uh, circumcisions um, uh, on guys who've already had caliber and uh, we can see if we can get their uh, opinion. That's a great idea. Excellent. All right. Well, um, thanks for, for talking about the scrotoplasty. It's a really interesting topic um, and I um, hope that was really useful information for, for everybody out there. Who are looking into this uh, or wondering you know what that piece of excess piece of skin is that may connect underneath the penis up towards the head and 
you know, may concern you and make your penis look shorter or create pain on, during sex. Um, so there is a solution. It's Dr. Jace notes in Perth at the moment. Um, so thanks, thanks very much, Jace. Great to speak with you. And um, we will speak again very soon. Great. Talk to you then.